Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is your official and final, final, final spoiler warning. <laughs> it's a spoiler warning. We got spoils. Please. I hate the word. I got, I got Hello and welcome to Mission Zach's Leguizamo Rama. This is a podcast where each week my mate Zach and myself, Mish, we chat about John Leguizamo and all the things he has done. Um, sometimes we're joined by a special guest, which we are today. We'll tell you more about that in a minute. Great. Um, my name is Mish Wittrup. You might know me from Smelling Like Zach's Dog. Great, yeah. Um, and I'm joined, as always, by my very funny little friend, <laughs> Zachary Ruane, who you might know from. Smelling like a dog, regardless of whether there's been a dog around. Who's our special guest today, Zach? My dog. We have Mabel in the building. My dog Mabel is in the building. Um because like uh, like a Mabel's a you know little taste of what it'll be like to have children, and mm. there are times where you. Um, all schedule events and it's like, well, who's going to have the dog? Yeah. Um, or, well, actually, that's not true at all. Most people that don't live in the city um, yeah. have the dog. Yeah. They so, just leave their dog in the backyard. But my dog has health problems, so I have to keep an eye yeah, on Yeah, Zach dog leaves right his dog in a podcast studio. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. So, um, if Mabel. If you can hear, if you hear... Yeah. That, for example, uh, that's Mabel having a scratch. So Mabel is not a barky dog, uh, and that was uh, where I was like, it was a pretty snap decision to have her in the studio. And I thought, you know, she doesn't bark. I think it's not going to be too much of a problem. But right now she's trying to dig a hole <laughs> in the carpet. <laughs> <laughs> so, and it's surprisingly loud. I think we can hear that coming through. And, and Tom, bump it up if you can't, because yeah. then we're just going to sound um, like crazy people. And also, if you're listening and you have a problem with those sounds, that means you have a problem with dogs. Mm. And that means that Zach and I have a problem with you. With you. Yeah. If you hate that sound, that means you hate dogs. And I love dogs. Yeah, same. I love dogs too. Um, Anywho. Oh, my goodness. Uh, so, uh, Mish, how are you? How have you been? I'm good. Um, the listeners might not know, but this is our first episode that we're recording for the first time in two weeks. Mm. I think. Um, obviously, you guys wouldn't know that because we're releasing one every week. Mm. Uh, but I haven't seen Zach for a couple of weeks, so it's bloody nice to see you. It's very good. This is also the first podcast we're doing where it's just the two of us. Mm-hmm. I don't think there has been a podcast in the last month that hasn't had severe technical problems. Whether we've released all of them mm. or whether some of them are yet to come out, I'm feeling good just to have one on one, no Zoom, no Skype. Yeah. Um, but I'm so glad I could add a dog that's trying to dig a hole in the carpet to the mix. Yeah, so any of you listening that think, uh, that have listened to our last few episodes with all the guests and you're like, wow, they were great episodes, I think it's important to note that Zach and I had a real problem when we first started um, recording those particular episodes. We've had many a technical issue. 
Um, and now we have a rescue staffy <laughs> Sharpe cross. Trying to dig a hole. I just gave her my jumper. Yeah, I saw you do it. Like, she's going to ruin your jumper. Better that than, sh- like, than it's a- softer than she's trying to make it into a little bed. <laughs> Normally I'd bring the bed and pop that in the studio, but oh. Hi, Mabel. She's just sitting on my jumper. She's made it into a little bed. That's oh, so cute. I can't. It's so cute. I wish you could all see, although not though, because if everyone was here right now. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be too be in, many people. be intimidating. There's not like, in terms of listenership, like mm. it's that's the amazing thing about numbers and how relative numbers are. Like if you were to compare our listenership to a Hamish and Andy. Yeah. Uh, or a uh, Matt which I and do, Alex podcast, which I do, yes. We don't have a lot of listeners. If you were to try to get all of our listeners into one podcast studio, mm. you'd go, "Oh, that's too many people." Yeah. So it's all relative. It is all relative. That made me feel really good inside. Like the last twenty years have been worth it, knowing that everyone who listens to this podcast couldn't fit into this small three by two. Well, it makes <laughs> it makes doing the podcast worth it yeah. because it's like if you can't all fit into a room with us, yeah. Uh, into a small room with us, then then what we have to do is we have to sit down and record the podcast yeah. and give it to you to listen into in your small room. Yeah. Um, if we only had, you know, the amount of people listening that could fit in a small room, yeah. well, we should just invite them around. Well, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which admittedly has been the bulk of I our podcast. I would say, career. though, that even if we did only have – if we had half the listeners that we have now, a quarter of, mm. I'd still do this podcast with you. I thought you were going to say we can fit them in this room. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because that's the thing. If we had a, a six by four yeah. uh, podcast <laughs> studio, I think we'd get you all in. <laughs> um, do you want to hear a fun little thing before we talk about our movie, Mitch? Of course. Um, I was. Uh, I went to a Bucks party the other week. No, you didn't. I did. Um, I had a couple of mid-strength beers. <laughs> Zachary! And uh, let me tell you, uh, I left, uh, well, everyone was lining up for some Richmond club. I was like, all right, I'm going to go home now. Bye, guys. <laughs> Um, so I, uh, I was, uh, lined up for a little club and I was talking to my cousin. I was talking to my cousin and he said to me, I don't remember anything we talked about at all, at all. Like you talk to me, you'll say, Hey, do you want to cut that bit or this bit? And I'll go, I don't know. I don't remember talking about that at all. Yeah. And he said to me, he was like, Hey, you taking the piss out of me? And I was like, what? He's like, nah, no, you were just having fun. I'm like, what? <laughs> um, but he was a cousin with the FHM magazines, the cool cousin. I had a cool oh, cousin. Oh, yeah, I've heard about this cool um, cousin. And Well, I told you about this yeah. cool cousin on this podcast, and he listens to this podcast. Oh, that's so cool. Um, it's very <laughs> funny. It's like he was like, I yeah, expect I listen nothing to it. less from your cool cousin. He's a cool cousin and he listens to this this podcast and he was he 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 was the one that also said, I love the podcast. Uh, you just waffle on and Mish doesn't take your shit. That was his description oh, of the podcast. That's I, nice. like, uh, I like that. But anyway, he was telling me, I was like, oh, that's nice. That's really lovely. I haven't seen you in ages, but you've been talking to me every week. <laughs> and um he said to me, he was like, um, he was like, yeah, I listen to your podcast to help me get to sleep. 
I was like, okay, yeah, nice. Right, He's yeah. like, it's comforting. It's like a lot of podcasts now are very edited. They're very like, you have to really listen. There's not a lot left that are just two people having a chat yeah. and not really engaging yeah, with the topic. Production value is overrated. <laughs> When Zach and I first started sprinting. up, when Zach and I first started our podcasting careers back in 2017, mm. um, we had a big long discussion about um, quality of production, and we mm. both decided that if we made it shit, that's the right way to go. That's the way to do it. No, but he was like, but not just the production quality; it was just like just people having a chat. Yeah, I mean, where do you get that now? You get that, get that maybe from. Um, couple of the early ones. Anyway, and I thought that's really funny, but I also thought we're also very high energy. Yeah. We're always loud and um, we're always like, oh, yeah, 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 you know, uh-huh. laughing at each other. Yeah. <laughs> and I just thought, well, fuck, you know, like that's the, that's the first qualitative piece of information I've received about this podcast um, because uh, like in-person conversation mm. and I thought, well, if, if, if one of our listeners is listening to this podcast to yeah. get to sleep, maybe a few more are. And I just thought maybe we could just bring it down on just level. for Matt's sake, Matt. <laughs> it's sleepy time, Matt. <laughs> it's, it's sleepy time, Matt. <laughs> Hi, Matt. Sorry, sorry, everyone else is listening. Um, this, this one's for Matt. <laughs> this one's for Matt. <laughs> Hi, Matt. It's it's Mish here. I'm the one who don't take no shit. Um. It's sleepy time now. Hope that you're curled up, and nice and warm in bed, <laughs> nice and snug in bed. Um, and while hey, we're, but also, if you're another listener, you know, you there's a few of you now. Yeah. Um, about as many as can fit in a six by four <laughs> podcast studio. Maybe a few of you listen uh, while you're trying to sleep, and and if you are one of those listeners, or if you're Matt, my cousin, <laughs> just wanted to help you drift off yeah. to sleep. I want you to close your eyes and, th- and think of all things John Leguizamo. It was me and my friend Zach who um, used to rent a property together in Ballarat <laughs> as, we, as we, you know, ease you into Betty Buys. Matt, um, just want to say firstly, thank you for telling me about the fact that, like, um, that, uh, that Bottolo people don't tend to check IDs. That was like a fucking... Life saving yeah. when you turned 18 and I was mm. still 16, and you told me that I was like, fucking sick. And I used that a couple of times. Yeah, of course. The people that you wanted when you were 16, 17, wanting to get alcohol. So you wanted to find the 21 year old boys that worked at Liquorland. Mm. They didn't ask. Well, they, they would ask me. They didn't ask me. Yeah. Yeah, this is fucking the Liquorland boy. <laughs> I think that you'd find that when I was 16, my target demographic were Liquorland boys. Hey, Mish. <laughs> There's a couple of girls that These... over there. Hey, Mish, go, go kiss some of the boys at the old boys school or the school. At, at Coburg. No, I'm not going to go to Ivanhoe Boys Grammar School to kiss boys. I'm going to go to Coburg Liquorland. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I'm going to go. Speaking of going Betty buys, I'll anyway, share a Nighty sp- night, Matt. <laughs> night, mate. <laughs> night. Um, here's, speaking about going to, to, you know, sleepy town, mm. um, here's a fun story. Mm. Um, every once in a while I reveal something about myself on this podcast that would that I would have in the past uh, kept quiet, kept mm. to myself. I th- I'm pretty sure in this podcast I've admitted very openly that I really enjoy the song Bleeding Love. 
Um, oh, no, but I love it as well. Yeah, I love I the song just... Push the Button keep by... Keep bleeding. I keep, keep bleeding. Love. It's fucking Great banger. Yeah, yeah. I love Push the Button by Shig- Sugar Babes. Oh, yeah. If you're ready for Lonely me, boy, I'm going to push the button. Great song. Great song. Um, yeah, great here's song. something I'm going to reveal about myself. I lived by myself in the year 2016 mm. to 2018. I lived mm. by myself in a one-bedroom apartment. Pretty, great. pretty great. fucking cool, right? But I got very lonely sometimes and I, I would, like, get very bored at night time. I just had no money because I was spending all my money on rent to live by myself. Yeah, tell me about it. So a lot of my nights were spent at home watching weird shit on YouTube. Mm. A lot of music videos and then a lot Salad of... Salad like, fingers. <laughs> like that kind of shit. <laughs> Sketch comedy stuff. Um, the early, early, the early works of Auntie Donna, <laughs> that kind of stuff. Smush miming yeah. along to Mortal Kombat. Yeah, that kind of shit. Um, and for some reason, um, I fell into this channel, which I'll tell you about in a second, that would always put me to sleep yeah, to right. the point where this, within their 20 to 30 minute long videos, 20 minutes, I'd say, with, I'd be asleep within the first three, three to five that. minutes, even when I wasn't tired. Yeah. Like if I really needed to sleep, it was 2am, I had to get up at like 7 I would put one of these videos on and I would be out like a light. And the videos are, they're called How to Cake It. And it's this woman in Canada who turns cakes into things. Oh, great. Like she'll make a hamburger cake or she'll make like a cake that's a box, but you can open up the cake box. She doesn't literally turn them into things. She turns, she makes the cake look look like like things. things. Yeah. I was like, that's some Jesus stuff there. Yeah. Anyway, what I'm trying to say is Jesus's YouTube channel puts Imagine me to bed. If Jesus is alive today. <laughs> Imagine his videos; he'd have good content. Yeah, he would. He'd just, make so much in ads. <laughs> he would just. Oh, he would though. Yeah. he would. But he'd be, be a bit stubborn. They'd be like, like YouTube would call him, like, you got to do 20 minute videos. It's Can you really, imagine if he had to do an apology video? 15 to 25. Yeah, he'd, kill it, he'd get into so many controversies. I'm and he'd have to do real. all these. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just going to keep it a hundred. I'm going to keep it a hundred. Um. Anyway, it's called how to cake it and for some reason um, always put me to sleep. Anyway, That's great. It made that, Matt made me think about that. Thank well, you, I just, And I just want to say to Matt, uh, Matt, you're listening, um, I just want to say, because last time I mentioned Matt, he was like, is he taking the piss? He asked me, he was mm. like, he was like, he loved it. He was like, thanks for the, he was like, is he taking, he's like, no, not taking the piss. Matt's a good guy. I believe that. Uh, Matt's a really good guy. I'm not taking the piss. If you're listening, I'm not taking the piss out of Matt. I love Matt. Have I, I love my Matt? cousins. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Annie always gives me shit uh, because my partner. Because um, I'm Irish. I'm Irish Catholic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm um, Scottish English, and but mostly like Irish is the heritage. But she. It, but I'm very much like an Italian when it comes to my. I love my cousins. <laughs> Which I think is a very Irish Catholic thing to do. 100%. You know, you love your big family. Yeah. But we're really funny. We're like, love the cousins. We go like whenever we go out, like we were going out at this Bucks and then the Bucks and the hens met up and it was just oh, all was the, it a family Bucks? It was all the cousins. well, there was other people there, but it was just the cousins. Mostly cousins. We're like, oh fuck, I love my cousins. And we're talking about it. We're like, fucking love my cousins so much. All your all male and female cousins? Yeah, all the cousins. There was a, there wasn't all the cousins there, but I love seeing my cousins. Yeah. And I'm always like, fuck and you know, because I was very Busy with uh, with making my little sketches <laughs> in the in my twenties. Didn't see my cousins a lot. I missed out on a lot of family things. Um, but I love my cousins. That's so great. <laughs> I love hanging so out with my cousins. Uh, so I love my cousins. I love I love my cousin Matt, and I hope Matt has mm. drifted off to sleep and is having beautiful dreams. Nighty night, Matt. Nighty night, Matt. 
millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Do you want to talk about the movie? Yeah, I think we okay, should. Okay, great. Here we go. <coughs> um, I want to do a quick shout out to, fuck, I've forgotten who it was and I didn't write it down. I, I want to say William Love. Why don't you very subtly look oh. throughout this, you know, like just pull up your phone and as we're talking find who the reference is. Or I could just wait. Who is it the person that found the video? First? Yeah, so basically um I got I guess lazy, but I want to say, I don't want to say I got lazy because I did try. Mm-hmm. Um there were a couple of movies that John Leguizamo's done that are like near impossible to find. Yeah, like yeah. They are genuinely so difficult to find. You, everyone's always referring us to justwatch.com. Thank you very much. We do use that. But some of his movies, just they're not on there. They're just not on there. And, so yeah. I referred to Instagram after probably a good couple of hours of trying to find a bunch of his movies. And I was like, for the love of God, does anyone know how to find the following three films? Because I just found it so difficult. And lo and behold, a whole bunch of people came forward and went, this is where you find them, this is where you find them. Granted, some of them were illegal links and, like, mm. I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, but I want to do a very quick shout-out to William Love. I did get his name right. Um, who sent us the link to this film, which had been... Well, and I'll talk about I'll talk about. Oh, okay, film. cool. Yeah, yeah, so, but thank you so much. So thank you, William. William Love. And I also want to say other people have sent... Um, I, I haven't opened them yet, but little relief, um, our... Uh, uh, who does some amazing fan art, um, mm. is a very talented artist, has sent us a big pile of DVDs. So um, You and me. Thank you. Yes. So thank <gasps> you so much, Little Relief. This is, that's my first gift. Yeah, it's was it, very Was it addressed kind. to you? No, it's to us. It's to us. Oh, so my it's God. All, it's not a gift. It's the things you ask for. It's not a gift if you ask for it. Oh, my God. So thank you so much, Little Relief. And please, everyone... Um, we'll, uh, that's so, we'll, we, we will do another sh- call out if we need more, but don't go spending too much on DVDs. No, no, don't spend, spend money. When I say I need this, I mean illegally. <laughs> <laughs> we know how to buy it on eBay. Yeah, I can buy, I can buy it on Amazon. You, you've underestimated, <laughs> uh, you're thinking that Mish doesn't know how to buy DVDs. No, no, she's a cheapskate. <laughs> I'm a pov bitch. COVID, no. COVID hit me real hard. Uh, I we, have no I, money. I haven't actually opened up those DVDs, so it would be funny if this movie is there. But thank you so much, uh, Little Relief. Um, we'll be getting into those uh, soon. You're an um, angel. That's the nicest thing. Thank you. Thank you. And William Love, uh, thank you so much for this link, um, a very good <laughs> link. I don't know how he found this. Um, probably translated the film into Spanish and typed it into No, Google. because then when, no, when you tried to do that, it doesn't come up. Ah. Like you have to go into the deep, deep YouTube world because yeah. there was, like, you'll talk about it. Go ahead. Okay. <clears throat> El Paseo, El Paseo Du is a Colombian family comedy that is entirely in Spanish. Every single character speaks Spanish the entire time. <laughs> the only version that Mish could find had no subtitles and the Wikipedia page about it is also in Spanish. IMDb describes the plot as such. 
Lucho Calvo and his family arrive in Cartagena to have a memorable familiar vacation, but in his despair to bring a perfect vacation to his family, all his plans don't going well. John Leguizamo <laughs> plays Lucho, I think. I don't know. The whole film was in Spanish. <laughs> So, oh my god! Um, so we. (laughs) It's really important that you all really take this in. Zach and I did this. We We, sat. We sat and watched a Spanish film with no subtitles. On YouTube, so poorly, like yeah. Poor maybe it had subtitles and they were cropped out. Yeah, maybe. And we watched it. We did that. Yeah, I watched the whole. Um, Annie again speaks a little bit of Spanish, yeah. but that was speaking very fast. Yeah, and um, with Colombian accents, I presume. I don't also, know. And this... she was she was also working, so she would just occasionally be like, um, "Oh, that's uh, that uh, that man is good at training the dog." I'm like, I can see that. <laughs> um. I'll also like to add that this particular YouTube video had six views. Did it? Yeah. So now it has eight. <laughs> and I'm I'm putting it Wouldn't out that there. That'd be funny if it only had seven. You'd finally have caught me out. <laughs> you'd always suspected it. Um, I'm challenged to our viewers. Let's bring that up to a hundred. <laughs> Let's get that video to a hundred. Um. Okay. So I struggled with this. Yeah. I don't look. Don't don't. If ever there was a time where you did not have to give your opinion on the quality of the film, Mish, the, I don't think it would be right to give your opinion no, on the quality. No, of it's course. a very text-heavy comedy by very, all the very They would just be standing there really talking about um, what did you gather the plot to be about? Um, I Okay, so this is purely off because I didn't read what this was. No, I, I was like, I think I it'll be a, fun not to. I saw a tagline somewhere along the way, but yeah. I didn't know anything about this film. From yeah, what, I gather, what I just read from the IMDb, I had not read until after yeah. I'd watched it. From what I gathered, John Leguizamo was the dad. Mm-hmm. He, I, I, he either has a son and two daughters or a son and a daughter. Yeah, I, I think. Or did he have two wives? No, I think it was a son, <laughs> yeah. a daughter, a banging hot and slightly younger wife yeah. and a mother-in-law and a son. So a son. Oh, was that his mother-in-law? A son, a daughter, a wife, and a, and I took her to be the mother. Okay, well, the initially I thought it was the wife, wife because the mother-in-law is the same age. <laughs> and then and then, um, but then no, I think I think that was like, the, or maybe just the lady. I think I think it was the mother-in-law. Okay, that would I make thought, the most sense for that dynamic. I thought I thought it was his wife. Was Initially, the, I thought it was, was the wife. woman that was his age. Yeah, he then had a very hot daughter. Have you ever seen a movie? No. <laughs> I was like, oh, maybe they got it right in Spain. (laughs) (laughs) In Colombia. There was either, I thought there was his wife who was age appropriate, a very hot daughter, Mm. another daughter that was younger and a young son who likes to rap. Mm. But then about halfway, one third of the way through the movie, he starts dancing with his hot daughter. And I'm like, Mm. that's not his daughter. (laughs) I'm like, that's not his daughter because then they do kisses. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, so maybe that's his wife. But he constantly refers to the other woman who's age appropriate as Mia Moore, which is my love. Does he? Yes. Oh, uh, maybe that's So, oh, and maybe. I don't speak any Spanish, but I understand that. Yeah. From porn. <laughs> I, I gathered hermano. There was a point where someone said hermano, and I was like, thank you, arrested development. There's a whole thing about hermano. Yeah. Um, um, oh, 
Porquet was in there at one point. Like, why? Ah. Um, And he said that to a man who was letting him into a restaurant. Anyway, what I gathered was that John Leguizamo is the dad of this family that don't want to go on a holiday, but he's making them. Yeah. Because he wants to have the best holiday ever. I got that sense of, like, he's because he had, like, a little pamphlet. Yeah, and he was had a little bum bag. And he was always out with the pamphlet and they're always like, oh, we're so sleepy. And he's yeah. like, come on, we got to go do this thing. And then all this, and then h- hilarity ensues. Mm. And they have a Jack Russell that they bring everywhere with them. Mm. And it seems like the only plot for the Jack Russell is he's not allowed in anywhere. Oh, okay. Yeah, he kept yeah, getting turned away. He got turned away from the restaurant. He got asked to leave the beach. And and that Jack Russell then also prohibits John from getting into places. Yes. Which is a bus. key to the other layer of the plot, which comes in quite early. So so they get off the bus at the start and you can already tell the dynamic. It's John and and and, and some sort of family because he says Mia Familia Mia, yeah. a lot. So you're like, <laughs> okay, that's the family. Yeah. Exactly who is what will gather. Mm. Um, and then he goes to the hotel and then something's wrong. Like mm. something's wrong at the hotel and he's like, what are you talking about? And the hotel lady's like, and then a really hot guy comes up, a really yeah. hot guy. He's really hot. And John's like, uh-oh. And then the really hot guy's like, don't worry about it. And then they're in a really nice room and I think it's the really hot guy's <laughs> <laughs> And that's when we see yeah. that John is worried because either his wife has met an old flame or an old friend mm. Or his oldest daughter that he kisses is meeting a man and he's like, God, but I think it's the wife. Yeah. The wife has met this. And then it's a bit of a tension because often he can't get into places because of the dog and this guy is there and, yeah. and he's like really winning over the kids. It still really bothers me that that's his wife because it makes sense that it would be his wife because of the kisses. But that she's too young. She might. We, I don't know that for sure. She could just look. Good for her age. Well, okay, but her mother looked like John's age. Yeah, that's that, but, but maybe that's like his sister. I don't know. Yeah, it's fair. Can we also? I just want like to. Maybe that's his ex-wife. Uh, I don't know. How cool the film was in Spanish. <laughs> yeah. I don't have any idea what was going on. I won't lie. There was a point where he was dancing with who, what, who I thought was his daughter, but ended up most likely being his wife or I his lover or something. I believe it was his daughter. Yeah, I think it's his wife. Um, they were dancing. I then got up to do a wee, and I can wee in about 45 seconds, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. in and out. Yeah, we wash, know that. We know hands. that about you, Mitch. Yeah. I go in, I wee, I wash my hands, I get mm-hmm. come back out. And all of a sudden they were on the beach training the dog. Yeah, so that was a really that was a big scene where like John was like really threatened by the hot guy because John was like come like doing instructions to his little Jack Russell mm. and the Jack Russell wasn't doing anything and then the hot guy was like well look what I do with my little foofy dog and then the foofy dog was like jumping over him mm. and doing lots of tricks and I was like oh, oh. John's not going to be happy about this yeah listen um I. I, th- I it was fun to watch a movie in Spanish without Absolutely, subtitles. Yeah. I thought it was a great uh, thing to do. Um, I, I really can't give much feedback on the film. Of course, uh, there it's it just it's strange watching a movie when you have no idea what's going on when it is so text heavy because they'll go from training a dog. And then he's having a fight with his mother-in-law, and then mm. they're all having a potato sack race. There's also like a like a homeless man yeah. that he swims in the pool with. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What was that? I think he was taking it too seriously, and the homeless man was like, "Maybe learn to." I, I don't know. <laughs> we I watched get, a movie no, entirely. no. Let's re- so. 
This we know for sure. <laughs> this is what we know for sure. Johnny Legs wanted to have a good holiday with his family. You're, well, the, so the character Johnny Legs yeah. is playing with his familiar. His family. Familiar. He wanted to have a good holiday with his familiar. Yeah. Um, but they just couldn't be bothered. Having a whole yeah, they didn't want it. They didn't want to the do teenagers, it. the whole. Life. But he kept trying to set up a bunch of activities yeah, for with them. the pamphlet. With the pamphlet, because within the pamphlet, it's like you can do dog training, you can do potato sack races. Oh, uh, yeah, because then at the end there was the big family games. Yeah, and their family won. No, no. Uh, played, played, had they a played. good time. They had a good time. At the end of it, it seemed like the family really embraced it. So it makes sense that maybe the scene in the pool with the homeless man was him being like, "Hey, man." You need to loosen up. Yeah. For it, you, it's all about activities, activities. But here, we're all about the freedom. Yeah. And I think, like, it was like, yeah, that definitely felt right because that was. So, in the little I know about narrative and writing, there's like an all is lost moment about two thirds into most films where, like, everything. But that seemed to happen like 20 minutes in because, yeah. like,. He, like, had been to the mud bath. There was a mud bath. And then he came back and he was lost and they were mad at him. Mm -hmm. And then the homeless guy was like, hey, why don't you do this? But it happened too early to be that. But maybe it did happen then. Um, The movie was in Spanish. (laughs) Did you have fun watching a movie in a language you don't speak? Um, Yeah, I I will say this. Mm. 100% loved watching Johnny Legs speak Spanish. That was fucking cool. I love, like, it's one of my big, when people are like, I don't have any regrets. Fuck off. I have regrets. Um, And one of them is that I didn't keep at a language. I Mm. wish I, like, I learned French at school. I went to an uppity private school Mm. and they encouraged everyone to learn French. And I learned French up until year 10 and then I stopped. And I really regret that because I think being bilingual is mad. Like, I think it's fucking sick. Um, mm. And watching other people speak in other languages is just like the coolest fucking thing ever. I I really liked it. Yeah. No, I love that he did it. I, I would love to know. That's one. If I ever met Johnny Legs mm-hmm. and uh, if we ever had him on the pod, that is, this is one, this is like very high on the list of, um, I would love to know why he did this film. Because well, I, I can guess why he did the film. The like, thing is, dude, there's like five El... Elb- Paseo movies. So how do you say it? Oh, I don't know. The trip. I'll, I'll say it. There are El five. Paseo. There are El five. Pas- how's it spelled? E L space P A S E O. Paseo. 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 El Paseo. I feel like I'm. Yeah, I don't want. I don't want to be butchering a, a language here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But there's like five of them. This was number two. Yeah, and I think it's a different family every time. Yeah, and so maybe they're really popular films. No, I gather that they are. Yeah, especially well, if they've made five of he's them. He's Colombian. Yeah. He's of Colombian descent. Yeah. He is this the only thing he's done entirely in Spanish? Or there no. are others. Yeah, there are others, especially when he was younger. Yeah, there are cool. a couple of things that he did entirely in Spanish. So he also does a lot of Instagram videos entirely in Spanish. That's cool. I really yeah. love that. Oh, and he did that ad in Spanish. Mm-hmm. I think it's really cool to see someone acting um in in an entirely different language. There's, yeah, it's so cool. There's a um there's a a uh, comedian, and her name is escaping me right now, and it always does. What Death does Star she... Canteen. I'm going to look her up. Um, but uh, they did, they've done stand-up in three different languages. Oh, my God. And their whole thing was like, it's really hard because 
the structure of a language, the joke is different. The structure mm. of a sentence is different. Mm. So where, so you, so the joke that you wrote in English mm. changes like where the punchline is. Cause you, you structure a sentence in comedy, you structure it to end the sentence mm. on the joke. Mm. So to, it's like, fuck, it's not easy to just translate. Of course. Um, so I find it really impressive when, um, it, it, and it's, I mean, it's, that's so, but like, it's really cool. It's like, um, was it like, uh, I rewatched, what's that movie with Quentin Tarantino, the World War Two one, Inglorious Bastards. Inglorious Bastards. I rewatched that the other day. And. So did I actually, about, well, about two months ago. The acting in that. Insane. To be, to be switching modes, to be switching languages, particularly Christoph Waltz, but there's a few performers that do it. Mm. Where they're literally just actually no, there's there's a few that do it. Um, Michael, there's a few. There's a few mm. where they're just jumping between languages and like and just attacking this really difficult text from every of fucking. But did Christoph Waltz do anything notable before Inglorious Bastards? By not, notable, I not mean. in the West. Not yeah. no. Well, he's in the West. The West is an outdated term. Oh my god! Don't cancel me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, not in Hollywood. Yeah. So he was, is he Austrian? I, d- I don't he, know. He had only performed in his, like he was, he was a relatively well-known name. He was like in the same way that, um, oh, what, oh God, this is shocking. This is, what's the name? What's the name? Um, what's the one about the mother and the, the, the gangland, Melbourne gangland ones about the mother and the kids and, um. Melbourne ganglands? Yeah, it's a real good one. Real good one. Animal Underbelly. Kingdom. Animal Kingdom. Oh, Animal um, <laughs> Jackie Weaver. Jackie Weaver. I think he was a bit of a Jackie Weaver. I love Jackie Weaver. It, you know, but you know how she was just like a jobbing known, mm-hmm. maybe an Asher Keddy. Yeah. But Jackie Weaver's a good example of someone who was jobbing and known and then had a movie cut through. Yeah. He was a jobbing actor. And apparently his part was originally written with Leonardo DiCaprio in mind, or at least Leonardo DiCaprio was originally considered for that part, but he only speaks English mm. and, the, and the part was trilingual. It has, mm. He has to fluently speak German and English and adequately speak the f- French. The first scene in Inglorious Bastards is one of the best scenes. It's so good. It's so fucking good. And the thing that's amazing about that, I remember there are very few times like when you watch a movie and there's a particular scene that really, and you remember where you were and how old you were. I'm going to use Saw as an example. The first time I ever saw Saw, the first Saw, spoiler alert, Tom insert, spoiler warning, spoiler alert thing here. Cool. A saw? Yeah. Um, yeah. If you haven't seen Saw yet. Hey, some people don't like a scary film. Yeah, but then you can't be protective of the ending. For sure, give a spoiler warning. I'm just trying to put Tom to work. <laughs> and I think you should give spoiler warning. Although I feel I'm just really saying awful if anyone comes at you now and is like, oh, you gave away the end of Saw. Like, that's okay, on yeah, them. fair. So in Saw. Spoiler when, warnings, though. Spoiler warning. <laughs> uh, spoiler warning. Uh when he gets up off the ground at the end, when he's not what? dead. Oh, fuck off. Um, uh, I remember, like, I was on my parents' couch mm. with my friend. They were over for a sleepover. Yeah, I love a sleepover. And I got up off, like, I stood up off the couch. It was the most, like, oh, my God, because mm. I had no idea that was going to happen. And I remember the first time I watched the Inglorious Bastards opening, opening scene. It was in the cinema. Yeah. And I was biting my tongue. I was so tense. Yeah. 
and then my tongue went numb. Wow. And what's amazing about Inglorious Bus and that scene is it doesn't, like, it's still good. Yeah. If you watch it, watch it once a year <laughs> and you'll still have the it's same. A great, it's a great yeah. piece of writing. It really is and it's very, like, it's a, just the way it switches between languages. He's so good. And the way, and the way they, the, all the performers in mm. that scene are so good. And it's just like, it's so, um, do I remember I was playing, it's so funny to talk about me and acting. I was playing a, um, uh, villain in the second year production of Nicholas Nickleby, or I just, I think I just. You do talk about this a lot. I loved that show. Yeah. But I just played that character and I'd played him real like, well, no, get out of here. Oh, evil. And um, then I watched that and I was like, oh, evil. And it's so obvious, Mm. but evil people don't play evil Mm. on any level. They're not evil. He's not a bad guy in his Mm. head and he plays it so, let the text. Anyway, great. Um, Great film. Have you ever seen Misery? Kathy Bates? Not for a very long time. Similar. It's like... She just plays it. Yes, yeah. you're absolutely she's right. Not, she's not like, I'm a mean, mean bitch woman. She's not like that. It's just, just She just is. And it's just this petrifying... Oh, it's so good. It's like I love... We should really watch that together yeah. soon. Yeah, we should. <laughs> um, Black Panther is a really great... Never seen Black Panther. Um, uh, it's of all... it's The film's Marvel. Like, if you're not a... Superhero fan, like, but mm. but the villain in that film, in terms of is is the closest example, contemporary example I can think of, mm. in a big big Hollywood movie where the villain has motivation. Mm. It's just like just it doesn't matter how many scenes they have or if, just give a villain motivation, mm. give them a reason, yeah, let them be the lead in their movie. 100%. You know what I mean? Oh, I love that. This movie was in Spanish, though, <laughs> with no subtitles. No shade to Spanish. And as a beautiful as, language. Yeah, absolutely beautiful. A beautiful language. Um, I love that you language. You asked me before, did I enjoy watching it? I enjoyed watching Johnny speak Spanish. It looked like a bit of fun. I didn't have a problem. Like, to be honest with you, the movie that I didn't understand, a, a lick of it, um, uh, it was really poor quality, pixelated as fuck. I enjoyed it more than The Hollow Point. So, <laughs> like... There you go. Truthfully, I enjoyed watching this movie more than The Hollow Point. Yeah, yeah. There's been movies that I've enjoyed less. Except for the bloody stubby hand. I do want to... I loved the stubby hand. Bloody stubby hand saved The Hollow Point for me. That was a fucking sick moment. That was a sick little moment. But I I think it's very clear to everyone that I found that movie dull as fuck. And, I I mean, this movie was fine. I got through it. It was all right. I got a little bored, not because of the movie. This is, again, not a criticism of the movie. It's mm. the issue that I didn't speak. I don't speak, speak Italian. Spanish. Or Spanish. Spanish yeah. I speak a little Italian. Buongiorno. <laughs> um, but if I spoke fluent Italian, mm. I'd then be able to understand it yeah. in Spanish. Um, I don't speak much Italian. I like to think that when you get together with Spanish. your cousins, you speak Italian. <laughs> <laughs> no, we speak Irish. <laughs> we get together, we speak Gaelic. Irish. Yeah, yeah, we speak Gaelic. Um, what do you give? What's your leg with Starmo rating for this one? Oh yeah, great question. Oh dad, full dad Guizamo polo shirts. Well, coming, he plays a dad. Yeah. yeah, it's coming out of his ears. There's so many polo shirts. Definitely not daddy Guizamo. No, no, no. This is just dad, straight up yeah. dad Guizamo. Um, but no, I was just going to say, like, I got very bored watching the film, but there's something kind of fun mm-hmm. in trying to guess what a plot is. Absolutely. For the first ten fifteen minutes. Absolutely. Then I'm like, oh. 
All right. Yeah, I agree. Also, it's funny because genre films like these, even though I had no idea what was going on, I largely knew what was happening mm. as well. There was a lot of just like <laughs> bloody dads. And also some of those ones that are really hard to follow where you really have to pay attention and God knows what's going to happen in the next 30 seconds, they're really tense to watch and you can't just get up and go and wee. And I do appreciate this movie because I did. I straight up got up and did a piss mm. while the movie kept going and I don't feel like I missed anything. So thank you for that. Thank you, John. <laughs> what's your Leguistama rating? Oh, it's got to be four and a half. He's mm. in it heaps. He is. He's the dad. He's the main character. It's, and he's speaking Spanish. And it's in his, his uh, you know, like, uh, you know, he, he has ties to Colombia. Mm. Oh, God, nearly a five. I'm going to give it four and a half. Yeah, I'm giving it four and a half. Yeah. Just because it's like, you know, it, 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 it it's not like showing him off at his absolute best. I agree. But I feel like... I feel like we know Johnny Legs on a different level now, and I can say I truly believe that he enjoyed doing this movie. This is a movie where it is literally at the top of my list of movies I want to ask him about. I want to find out about when he Especially went Especially this to, point like, in his career. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's very different that if he did them when he was in his early 20s or if, like, he yeah. did them even now that he's older and, like, is a bit more, like, you know, can... You know, if he wants to take his family over there and do a film while he's there, because he is, seems to be that kind of guy who just works whenever he can. But when this movie was made, when was this movie made? I don't know. Oh, God, fuck. I should probably know something like that, eh? The day it was made in Colombia and it's in Spanish. It's, this is, <laughs> thank you. 2012. Yeah. That's like, you know, yeah, like, like what, 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 made doing... you, what made you do this movie in 2012? And that's what I, and I think it's like, I think it's one of those ones where he's like, I, that's why I want to talk to him about it. Was mm. it like, did they have a whole bunch of money? I don't think so. Hmm. I think it was maybe it was about going back to Colombia. Maybe it was about supporting their film industry. Yeah. Maybe it was a fun opportunity to do an entire film in Spanish. Maybe it was a fun opportunity to be the lead in a comedic maybe film Maybe he in knows Spanish. the director. Maybe, maybe he knows like, the cast. I don't know what his ties back to Colombia are. Hmm. I, I do not know. And this is one where I'd like to know because I I'll don't, ask him on Instagram. No, because that could come off as rude on Instagram. Why did you do? El no, Pasillo? no, I'll be like, um, what was your favorite thing about doing this movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. That's a good. He won't one. answer. He won't. He's done. He's, he's done. done. He did his. He did his answer. He acknowledged us. He's not coming back. Yeah, he's not coming back. We'll get um, him on. Hopefully, I was. I had. I had grand plans getting him on to promote his directorial debut, and then it just came out. And I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Didn't even get. Didn't we even. should. We still need to watch that. Actually, if you're John's publicist, give us a fucking call. <laughs> We'll have him on. <laughs> um, all right, cool. Ah, sick man, sick. Any, sick. any, um, any final thoughts? Any final thoughts? Nah, man. Um, I guess just if you, uh, if there's a particular movie you'd like us to watch that isn't that isn't a blockbuster Hollywood film, but a movie that you know Johnny Legs has done. That yeah, we that's a great reviewed. one that we have. Because done... a lot of people are like, do Spawn, do the Pest. It's I like can't, we're we will do get there. Spawn. We're gonna fuck. We know. We, but, do you, do, but someone out there, can you tell us, do the trip too? <laughs> like, well, well, we've done too that late now. now. We've done, we've the done trip that too. one. So, like, if this is your favorite But if you movie, have a soft welcome. spot for one we haven't done yet, yeah, that's we'd not, love to hear. That isn't a big Hollywood blockbuster. And we're talking anything from Ice Age to Kalito's Way. We know all those. Yeah, we know. Like, the ones, the ones that we did this podcast for, yeah. 
You don't need to tell. Like my mate you the other day messaged me. You don't need to tell me. us about Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, my <laughs> mate the other day messaged me. He's like, have you done what's the worst that could happen yet? And I was like, firstly, yes, we have. Mm. Fuck you. Why haven't you listened to it? And secondly, that is an interesting film for you to ask me if I've yeah. done Yeah. And I was like, so if you're out there, listeners, yeah. jump on, jump into the DMs and let us know what not blockbuster film is that the best way of putting it? Not Hollywood blockbuster. You would like us to do because we'll take, we'll we'll we'll, we'll do them. <laughs> we did big balls. We did big balls. We for did love big of God. balls. We're gonna do everything. Yeah. Um. Well, Mish, thank you so much. This has been a fun one. Yeah. Thank you, Zach. And thank you, Mabel, for Mabel, falling asleep. As soon as I gave Mabel my jumper, Mabel just chilled right out, just well, laying on my jumper. That's because you're her dad. Oh, bless. Bless. Okay. Good night, Daddy. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.